decided that I want to create a new segment or a new episode type of content here on this podcast, and it, I'm going to call it Sunday Morning Coffee with Liz. I feel like that's already trademarked. I feel somewhere there has to be someone who has started Sunday Morning Coffee, but well, for you, it's going to be Sunday because I'm going to post on Sundays these episodes, and I don't know how frequently I'm going to post them, but for me, it's going to be a random day that I decide that I want to record while drinking my coffee. So everyone should grab their coffee, grab a biscuit, I don't know, and join me for coffee as I talk about random things that are on my mind. Okay? I love coffee. I feel like if I could marry coffee, I would. That's what we're going to talk about today. No, okay, so for these episodes, I don't want to get political. And I feel like recently I've been getting more into politics and what's going on in like with the government, especially in America. And I want to talk about what has been going on because I feel like I can't ignore it. I want to talk about it. And this ep- this isn't supposed to be political. The show, <laughs> the show's not going to be political. It's just random stuff that's going to be on my mind. And that's been on my mind. So for those of you who don't know, I, I would be surprised if you didn't know. But on January 6th, I believe, pretty sure it was January 6th, terrorists stormed the Capitol. We're living in the Hunger Games, apparently. But I was uh, I was talking about it with family members, and they were upset that these news outlets were constantly calling them Trump supporters. And that's what they are, because they were carrying Trump support flags. They were also, I'm pretty sure I saw, like, a picture of them carrying, like, Blue Lives Matter signs or, like, a flag or something. Something that had to do with Blue Lives Matter. And it's so funny to me because I also saw those very same people beating up cops. So, you know, like, what is that? What is that about? Anyway, I don't really know what I'm saying. I'm just gonna go here on like a tangent. I hope everyone is safe today, wherever you are. I hope you guys are doing well. And... That's like a really heavy topic to start on and for this first episode, but I don't know. It's just upsetting to still like see the hypocrisy in the world and like be able to clearly see it and for other people in my life to just be like oblivious to it. And they're not oblivious to it. I feel like they're purposefully trying to ignore it. I don't think they're ignorant. I think they're just not wanting to acknowledge that it's there. Acknowledging the fact that, I can't remember when this was, but I I think it was like a year ago or two years ago before all this pandemic stuff happened, the disabled community decided to protest and they wanted to go to the Capitol, I think, or they went somewhere else to a federal building and they were dragged out by officers And yet these terrorists basically were welcomed in. Like they opened the doors for them. And during like a BLM protest, they were like heavily armed and like riot gear to stop protesters from entering that building. And yet the gates were opened for them. And a Confederate flag entered that building next to George Washington, which is the first time it's ever been that close to that building. And it, I don't know, it's just so upsetting that this is the world that we, I thought we were leaving this stuff in 2020. I want to leave it in 2020. 
I just hope that when Biden does get to presidency, a lot of things will change. A lot of things will calm down. Hopefully they see the error in their ways. Very, very heavy topics for Sunday morning coffee. Again, like this show is not supposed to be that political. So I'm, I don't know how much I'm going to mention this, but it's just like, I'm angry. <laughs> like I'm angry that that's happening. And I'm angry that those people were able to get into that building. I'm angry that only a couple of those protesters were shot because if it was a BLM protest, there would be at least 26 dead bodies. I hate to be so morbid, but I genuinely feel like that's the truth. There would be hundreds of people, like at least half of those people would have been in jail. But you know, because they're white supremacists, they all got to go home. The president called them special people. They destroyed and vandalized a federal building, and yet they're praised for it. But when a community who is dying and asking, don't kill us and let us live, they're called thugs. And this isn't, like, I don't like it when people are like, don't mix politics and don't talk about politics. I don't think this is politics. This is humanity this is human decency and if you have human decency you will know how wrong that is like it just it I don't I just I don't understand how you can't see it how do you not see it how do you choose to ignore it and how do you get upset at the media for calling a group of people Trump supporters when they were very clearly Trump supporters and they're not, I don't even want to call them Trump supporters. They're Trumpettes. These people are Trump followers. They're Trump fans. They're the Trumpettes. I'm like really against Trump and I hate Trump and I'm very vocal about hating Trump and anyone who isn't at least a little towards that and is like, oh, but like he's done some good things. Like, no, 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 no. There's nothing that he could have done that is good that would make up for all the bad things that he's done. Again, my family member was talking about how he gave more money to people because of the coronavirus, getting getting the money so that they could live. And my response is, well, you know, if you told them to wear a mask and follow CDC guidelines, they would have jobs and they would be able to work. Like, put two and two together. He would not have to give American people money or their money back because it's pretty much their taxes, I'm pretty sure that money came from so he wouldn't have to give the money back to the american people if they just were able to work and i'm not saying if they were if they were able to work meaning if the pandemic wasn't around meaning if people wore masks and social distanced and stopped going to parties and didn't pretend that this wasn't happening and didn't take it like it wasn't as serious as it is Ooh, i'm getting heated okay So yeah, that's my little spiel. I'm going to not, sorry, taking a sip of my coffee, trying to calm down. I mean, I do get hated. Again, this isn't politics. This is someone's life. These are lives. Like people are dying. This is life and death. And anyone who says that it's just politics, I think you are so privileged. (laughs) So, so privileged. And I'm going to open up a little bit more here. Because I don't really like to open up on the internet. I don't think it's anyone's business about this. But if I... I'm Canadian. 
So if I was living in America and the way that I see it, if Trump did get his way, I would be one of the the people who would probably be in therapy and not the good kind, not the kind that I say you should go to therapy for, or even I might be killed. I don't know. And that goes for a lot of different family members. It's, I don't know, it's so funny to me too because the people who are pro-Trump in my family, from what I hear, they choose to ignore the signs that Trump isn't, like, he isn't Roosevelt, you know? He's Hitler. And people are choosing to ignore those signs and seeing the parallels between Hitler's Germany and Trump's America. Like, do you, like, how are you so ignorant to that? Like, He supports white supremacy. He wants to make America great again. The parallels are just, you can't ignore them. And if you choose to, those are my views. We should all be equal. Wow, if you don't agree with that. You know, he's done a lot worse things for America than he has done good aka giving American people money for a pandemic that he refuses to acknowledge exists. Like, you know, tell your people to follow CDC guidelines and wear masks and do all of that and put lockdowns and it wouldn't have been as worse and people would have their jobs still. So before we get really into this episode, I would like for everyone to rate this podcast if you could, if you haven't done that already. And if you don't know how to rate this podcast whatever you're listening to this podcast on you can go to ratethispodcast.com slash rate twins mad world pod that's ratethispodcast.com slash rate twins mad world pod to rate this podcast we would really appreciate it if you did thank you okay moving on (laughs) before i get heated um even more it's currently friday right now You guys are hopefully seeing this on Sunday. And I'm also editing the Our Opinion on the Social Dilemma. I want to talk a a little bit about that episode just that's coming up this Wednesday, hopefully. I'm cutting it down a little bit. It was like a two hour long episode because we were talking about a whole bunch of things. um, And I think we repeated a lot too. So I'm trying to take all of the stuff that we repeated. But I feel like we didn't get into a lot of the points that I wanted to get into or we touched a little bit, but we didn't like dive in deeper I want to say with that episode I'm not saying that you need to be on social media 24 7 because I feel like listening to that podcast that might be what I'm coming across is that you need to be on social media and that's just the way things are you can have whatever social media platforms you want obviously and you can choose when to be on it and when not to be on it and if you choose to randomly say I'm gonna go Monday. I don't know why. I feel like everybody chooses Sunday to have like a social media cleanse, but I personally like, I personally do it on Mondays just because I feel like it's easier. It's the beginning of the week. I have class usually, or you know, I've done this like since high school. So like Monday you start class and I like wake up later. So it's like, I just want to like get out and like leave my house. So I don't even like touch my phone. And it's just naturally like, you don't gravitate towards your phone as much, I feel like, or me personally. So actively choosing to just not do that uh to not go on social media I think is great the point is like don't take that episode as me saying like you can't have breaks from social media it's good 
to have breaks from social media. And in fact, I do, I do that. (laughs) I do step away from my computer. I do that. I don't spend like an entire day staying away from technology, but I do spend like a couple hours where I'm actively like, I'm going to read a book or I'm going to do something else or I'm going to clean my room or I'm going to do my makeup or I'm going to figure something else out, do something else other than being on social media. The point of that episode, because it's a long episode, if you don't want, here's like a little snippet of it. The point of the episode is to say that that documentary, and I put documentary in quotes, because I don't think it was documentary style, but was it, can we consider it documentary? I don't think so. I don't. The point is that it was so negative, and it was pointing social media into such a negative space that as someone who has found like a home and have like I don't think that I would know who I was if it wasn't for social media if it wasn't for the internet I don't think I would have found like certain groups of people so you know I wouldn't have made friends I don't have that many friends on the internet and they're more of like acquaintances but I do appreciate those relationships for what they are because then I would literally have no one. I would sit in my room and do nothing all day and not talk to anyone ever if it wasn't for social media. I wouldn't know what anyone in my life is doing. I wouldn't know what family members are doing. I, again, I live in Canada. I have American family members. I have family members who are in Portugal. I have family members who are in France. Like, I have family members who are in different uh, parts of the world and, you know, I don't get to see them as often and when your life gets hectic and crazy, social media is like the easiest way to connect with them. So yeah, so I just, um, I think it just, it made social media sound like it was the worst thing in the world, and it was like the downfall of humanity. Uh, I think white supremacy is going to be the downfall of humanity. I think, um, this pandemic is going to be the downfall of humanity. Uh, not, Instagram. Instagram is not going to be the downfall of humanity. So if you want to hear more about that, more on my sister's side, because she was defending the, she was defending the documentary a little bit because she thought that it had valid points, which I'm not saying that it doesn't have valid points. I'm just saying it doesn't have enough uh, positive points towards social media. Again, taking a sip of coffee. How do you guys feel about social media? Ooh, I feel like my voice is really weird today. I don't know. So again, how do you guys like feel about social media? I think it's a really easy way to connect with people and I get that it could... Like, I know people who are obsessed with their like count and I know people who are obsessed with their Snapchat streaks. It's kind of why I deleted Snapchat. I had Snapchat for like a minute and then every person that I added on Snapchat would just send me streak, streak, streak. And I'm like, I I don't have patience for this. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Stop sending me this stuff. So yeah, I think it's also like about choosing what you want to focus on. What do you want your energy to go towards? Do you want your energy to go towards fixing your like count and like making sure that you get a a bunch of likes or trying to connect with people that you wouldn't be able to without it and that's I think where my focus is 
so moving on because I don't want these episodes to be very long I think I'm gonna keep them 30 minutes 20 minutes long but moving on um it is a Friday for me and it's the Friday before my classes start for the new semester and I can't really talk about the about school on like regular podcast episodes to the point where like my sister has gotten like Cass has gotten mad at me for talking about it mainly because she's been like triggered school and talking anything about school is like triggering for her she goes into a panic attack obviously like I don't know but for me it's like it's therapeutic to talk about it so I'm gonna talk about it here I'm nervous I am going to be honest I failed a couple courses so I have to retake them and I'm nervous to retake them because I know how hard they were the first time around I'm kind of like happy in a way that I have to retake them because they're the stuff that like it just did not click into my brain. It's stuff that I like I know if I just retake the course it's going to make more sense. Like the more I I work on it the more I'm going to understand it. So I'm not like upset at it. I'm just like worried that if I fail it again like maybe this isn't the program for me. (laughs) Uh, Even though this is something that I've like even though I've only known about this program for like a year before entering it um, and it wasn't like the thing that I was focusing on. Animation was the thing that I was like spearheading towards and wanting to go into. I still think I might do animation. I don't know. I think animation is cool. My stomach is growling so if you can hear that I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to myself. We're 23 minutes in. Well, you guys probably aren't because I'm cutting it down, but yeah, so I I know that like it's going to be beneficial to retake the courses um, because it's just gonna like I've gone through like the basics and now I need to work on the other stuff, you know, Um, I know the basics, I know how to the very bare minimum and it's not so much like overwhelming information because I already know a lot of the information. You know what I mean? It's like It's like the first two weeks or the first four weeks of class are going to be a lot of review for me. So hopefully it's not so stressful right from the beginning, you know? And it's like I've already done most of it. So, but it's also like I've done, I'm, I'm having different teachers. So they might mark differently. They might do things a little differently. But hopefully it's easier. (laughs) Hopefully they mark easier. I don't know. Because I... Uh, one of my teachers for one of my classes, uh, apparently, this wasn't me, this was, like, another student who looked her up on, like, some teacher review thing. I don't believe those things because I feel like they're just salty students most of the time who are upset with their grade. So, yeah, but I might believe this one. One of my teachers is just, like, apparently a really hard marker for no reason to the point where, uh, if you label the file wrong and not the way that she wants it um she'll take a mark off I don't think a full mark I think maybe like a half mark just so that there's like a little penalty you know like you need to be because there is a reason for it because if you're sending stuff over to like clients and it's not labeled properly they're gonna be like what is this so things have to be labeled property properly so that they're like oh yeah okay I got it you know you know you know you know that's another Cass did a, a TikTok where it was like her catchphrases and I feel like mine is, you know, and hers is, I know, right? 
Like those are her two catch, not those are her two. One, you know, is my catchphrase and I know Ray is hers. And like is probably one of mine. Going into a different topic. This is fun. Uh, talking about TikTok. Guys, Cass is almost at 300, I think, followers on TikTok. I know that might not be a lot for TikTok because I know that like that might not be a lot for some people on TikTok because I know people have like millions of followers like easily. No, she she's almost at 400. She's at 354. So go follow her TikTok. What's my TikTok at? It's 83. I'm a little salty about that. No, I'm not. I'm so happy because a lot of the people who are following her are asexual people or panromantic and like those type of orientations. And, you know, in our family, in our family, no one is asexual. Everyone is very, very sexual people. So no one is asexual. She's the only one. So she doesn't really fit in. So having like 353 people who probably not all of those people, but like, I'm going to say like a hundred of those people are actually asexual. Like just knowing that a hundred people are asexual is like, I feel like such a big deal because it's like, you're not alone. And that's another thing with the social media thing is like when it's stuff like this and you're posting about stuff like this and people are like, oh, I relate to this so much. You're like, I'm not alone. I, I feel like I'm crazy because I feel this way. And yet there are hundreds of people who feel the same way, especially when you don't have people in your immediate circle that feel the same way as you do or don't even understand it because, you know, our parents or aunts, uncles, like all of them, our grandfather just does not understand what asexuality is and they, they cannot comprehend it. You know what I mean? They just They just can't. So it's really frustrating for her and it's even frustrating for me, especially when they say things like, oh, you'll meet someone and that'll change or you'll grow out of it. Like I kept hearing that over and over again growing up where she was like so, because anything sexual she was so repulsed by and disgusted to the point where it's like, like she wanted to like throw up. So even like, because I make a lot of dirty jokes where to the point where she's just like, I make dirty jokes and she does not laugh at them. She is disgusted by them sometimes sometimes they're funny I know some of them are funny because she sometimes laughs at them but most of the time especially when she was younger she was a little bit more disgusted by it I think now she's kind of just gotten used to it (laughs) and it's not so much because that aspect is changing um but yeah I just I hate that it's like oh you'll meet someone else and you'll change your mind because it's like why does why does a man have to change me you know what I mean like why is a man going to change how I feel? Cass is coming. Okay, so Cass came in here and so did Violet. Violet has stayed with me and now I'm petting her. Hopefully she doesn't make too much noise and ruin my audio, but she always ruins the audio. It's just how it is. I forgot what I was calling this now. Yeah, I... Ooh, asexuality. That That's what I was talking about. Even though I'm not asexual... I'm happy that my sister has like found her people on TikTok. That's the good part about social media. That's the part that I don't know came off across completely in the social dilemma. She wants my teddy bear that's on my bed. You're not having that. That's not yours. That's mine. Yes, I still have teddy bears, okay? Leave me be. Hmm. Yeah, I have them. Deal with it. 
<laughs> so uh, I'm going to finish off this podcast. Uh, I hope you guys liked Sunday mornings uh, with Liz. Sunday mornings with Liz? Ooh, yeah. I don't know what I was calling this. I forgot already. Sunday coffee morning? Coffee morning Sundays with Liz? Coffee time with Liz? I don't know. I'm going to work on it. Anyway, I hope you guys liked the first episode of what this is mini series. Check us out on all of our social medias Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. We each have our own TikTok. So I hope you guys do that. We also have YouTube. I feel like I haven't plugged our YouTube in a while. It's Cassie and Lizzie on YouTube. So come check us out if you want. We haven't posted in a while either. We don't post often. It's weird. Anyway. Ooh, we also have a Patreon. So check out our Patreon. On our Patreon, I'm going to add the Sunday morning with Liz. And on there, you you can vote on the topics of what we talk about. And, you know, maybe even get your input. I might add some of your comments on the posts in this podcast. If you want to be featured on the podcast, join our Patreon. And that'll happen. We'll do that. Also, if you, I'm going to open up the floor. If you join our Patreon and you want to be on the podcast, we can also make that happen. I think it would be fun to have episodes where we have our Patreons in them. I think that would be cool. She's just walking around my room. Anyway, see you guys in the next, next episode. Yeah. Bye-bye. She's going to start barking, aren't you? Yeah.